everyone, and welcome to this episode of An Ingenious You Mini. I am pleased to be joined for this episode by Dr. Amy Hoseman and Dr. Rob Zinken. Amy and Rob recently published the findings from their year-long game-changing study of strategic planning in higher education. We are delighted that they will be presenting their findings hot off the press at our Leading Edge Thinking in Higher Education free webinar on June 9th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time. In today's conversation, they provide a sneak peek into the webinar and the findings from their strategic planning study. Amy and Rob, welcome to the Ingenious You community. We are looking forward to your upcoming webinar entitled Strategic Planning That Is Truly Strategic. I just have to ask, what's the backstory for this title, which is also the title of your recently released book? Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about our research. We read a lot of strategic plans as part of our work guiding higher education institutions toward language and behaviors that create new relevance for each institution's most important audiences. We read these plans because we believe in aligning our guidance to strategic priorities. Since we read so many plans, we notice that many of them seem similar, even though each plan is supposed to reflect the context and vision of a particular institution. This similarity caused us to ask, what is strategic planning really about? We also became curious about who strategic plans are meant for and what readers are supposed to do once they read these plans. Those questions are underlain by an even more essential question. What about these strategic plans is actually strategic? So to answer that question, we undertook a study of 108 publicly available active strategic plans representing a public and a private institution from each state as nearly as possible. And from those 108 plans, we then identified 16 strategic plans that exhibited the most strategic tendencies based on a set of criteria we developed. And we reached out to speak to the presidents and chancellors of those institutions to learn more about their planning processes and the implementation of their plans. Our research took place during COVID-19, which certainly acted as a test for strategic plans, whether a strategic plan served as a guiding light during this time, or if it was set to the side while the institution dealt with all things COVID. As you both know, there is a fair amount of skepticism about the value of strategic planning, especially in these uh, quickly evolving and changing times. You've both heard the criticisms, I'm sure, beginning with uh, the one that says strategic plans rarely have any meaningful or substantial impact. Uh, the process itself tends to result in a plan that does nothing more than sit on a shelf, never to again be looked at. So says the critics. Curious what your thoughts are about this. And from the research that you did, did you find value in strategic planning? And if so, are there any important takeaways that you might share with our listeners? We understand why people feel cynical about strategic planning or why people might have little faith in the process. We undertook this research because we wanted to see if there was some truth underlying that cynicism. If listeners are at an institution where the strategic plans have been uninspiring or have not given concrete metrics and signposts for progress or where the community was shut out of participating in an inclusive process, unfortunately, those listeners have gone through a process that is not well designed or perhaps encountered a situation where there was essentially a predetermined plan that would be the result. 
And while we only deemed 16 of the 108 strategic plans that we reviewed as being truly strategic, those 16 plans did provide some great inspiration that helped restore our confidence in strategic planning, strategic planning done right, that is. And a useful starting point for this work is a common understanding about what strategic really means or really is when we say strategic. For example, if your plan includes activities that your college or university should be doing already, that's not particularly strategic. If something is strategic, it should require a change in behavior where business as usual becomes insufficient to achieve desired results. Those are really insightful takeaways. Are, are there any other takeaways that you can share from your research? And in particular, is there anything that surprised you in the midst of doing this research? We were pleasantly surprised by how often we heard interviewees talk about engaging in planning processes that were intentional, meaning they wanted to come out of the process with plans that would actually be used. That was inspiring for us to hear and shows that while some people might be cynical about strategic planning, it's possible to approach it with hope and forethought, which leads to a far more strategic document that people at an institution support. Another surprising finding was an overall lack of student-centeredness across the full set of strategic plans. We were fortunate to have a research associate from the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, Connor LaGrange, who was completing his master's degree at the time, and his perspective was invaluable here. The exceptions to this were, as Amy said, clearly intentional. For example, meaningfully including students on task forces and work groups as part of the strategic planning process. And an audience-centered or a constituent-centered or constituent perspective approach was an important lens that we tried to bring to this research and review of the 108 plans. My last question, can you provide a high-level overview of what you will be covering in the webinar? And I don't want you to give everything away, but perhaps you can share something about who might most benefit from the webinar, who the intended audience is, and what can they expect to learn? Well, we intend our audience to be presidents and chancellors, certainly, as they can lead strategic planning efforts as signature parts of their administrations. We also intend this webinar for cabinet members, other administrators, faculty, staff, students, and community members and friends of institutions. Anyone who could be called on to serve on a strategic planning committee or who is invested in the healthy future of a beloved institution will find guidance and inspiration here about how to show, help shape a plan that is truly strategic, to serve well on a committee or a task force, or to provide useful feedback at a town hall or when commenting on a strategic plan draft. And along the way, we shared data from the plans we studied that provide a view into both strategic and tactical elements of plans we studied. We also provide discussion from our interviews with presidents and chancellors who oversaw productive planning processes and some takeaways from our conversations with thinkers who have written about both strategic planning and strategic leadership concepts. Strategic planning is such a universal experience in higher ed. If you work at a college or university, you're likely to be involved in strategic planning in some way, shape or form, whether that's an institutional strategic plan, 
or a strategic plan for your particular academic unit or administrative department. We hope you'll walk away from the webinar with some practical do's and don'ts that can give you greater confidence as you and your colleagues and your campus community invest such valuable time and energy into a strategic planning process. Thanks again to Amy and Rob for being with us for this episode. I do hope you will join us on June 9th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time to hear more from them about their groundbreaking research. From my perspective as a former provost and senior academic leader, this is a critically important topic, especially now. As institutions and their leaders consider their futures, finding the best and the most appropriate strategic direction and strategy could literally make the difference in terms of survival and setting the stage to thrive going forward. Now more than ever, higher ed leaders must develop the capacity for unbound thinking about their institution's futures. And that is precisely what this webinar is all about. The registration link can be found in the show notes again, June 9th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening in. Be well. Mm -hmm.